Okay, so I'm enjoying the uh, the theme of my mistakes and whatnot, uh, and I want to talk about my mistakes regarding money. Um, I was and still am a fucking idiot when it comes to money. I'm a lot less of an idiot now because I have a longer view, as one of my mentors taught me, how to see into the future, how to see into the future based upon things that you desire. And uh, yeah, like I, I'm looking at money differently now. I'm thinking about money differently than I used to. Therefore, my relationship with it is different and my ex- overall experience is different now. So with that said, um, one of my biggest mistakes was that I wanted everything now. So these old motherfuckers keep talking about this concept of, of us, uh, our generation being, you know, the instant generation, like as in instant satisfaction that has and i've talked about this a couple of times before on the podcast but that has been something that's been going on forever you know that, that's been something that's been going on for uh you know everybody wants it now if you're hungry you want food now if you're thirsty you want water or whatever now if you're you know stressed you want relief now so we've always been trying to find ways to get things faster now is it to our detriment that we can get it faster we can order one offline uh, we can, you know, we the Insta likes and all that. Is there ups and downs with that? Probably. But at the same time, I am skeptical, skeptical that that's like an issue for sure. Uh, so, but, I, but me personally, I wanted everything now. I wanted to, to have that money then, you know, I didn't want to wait 10%, you know, if I made $1,000, 10%, saving 10% of each check seemed to be too much. Now I'm investing because there's just, you know, there's a higher yield to that. Uh, for example, with the whole Dogecoin thing, uh, if I would have just kept putting money away, yes, I would have eventually caught up to that amount. But now I, I withdrew my initial investment, which is 270 bucks, and then, you know, put some in Ethereum and then pocketed the rest. And then I have 500 just sitting there. I didn't really put that much money into it. I caught on to the trend late. Uh, it may boom today, it may not. And we'll talk about stocks next, but uh, that's going to be the transition is that I wanted everything immediately instead of just saving for it. If I would have been able to save and have longer view, one, I'll run into a sale. And two, it will it will be more beneficial for me in case of an emergency. Uh, I remember phones. I remember the uh, BlackBerry 9700. Uh, I remember I paid cash for that. I remember the iPhone 4 and I remember, you know, the Sidekick LX. I remember all these phones. I don't think I paid full price for the Sidekick LX, but I remember I paid full price for the that phone. And then I wanted, it was like an Android, some HTC Android phone that I really wanted and I exchanged it. I really wanted that iPhone 4 though. I enjoyed it. I remember when that came out. I remember when the first iPhone came out. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, I wanted everything then instead of doing what's what's best for me in the long run. So my idea of what my priorities were was skewed based upon that. Uh, the second thing is investments. So people have been telling me for a long time that stocks are the way to go. Of course, the market is changing now. So things are a lot different than they used to be. You know, you used to be able to have stocks and bonds. You'd have to go to a, a broker or whatever or get in touch with them and then you own stocks of this company based upon if people are buying, selling, holding, whatever. If they're being bought out, if this or that, how many shares do you have? That would determine, you know, the value of the stock, I guess. That's very basic knowledge that I have. I don't know if that's 100% right, but um, that would definitely be a part of it. 
And so now you can, you're, you're the stockbroker per se. You know, you have to get the information. Uh, of course, stockbrokers are still relevant, I guess, but now everybody's talking crypto. At least I'm so into it that I'm around all the people that are talking crypto uh, and I'm getting up on crypto, but people are short-sighted. One, you know, if you want to day trade, that's cool. You can actually make a decent amount of money day trading. Uh, it's a lot to pay attention to. It's a lot to, you know, you're constantly doing research constantly. And of course it's worth it because you're fucking making money. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you want to be able to put your money in something, especially before it, it takes off. If you have a thousand dollars and there's this thing called Facebook, if you were to put that thousand dollars on the stock of Facebook, when it was relatively nothing, you would make millions of dollars. Uh, and then you don't have to sell everything. You could sell a little portion. Like if I, if something that I invested in takes off, I'm going to take a little bit of, of a portion out and then let the rest do whatever. Really, you just want to be able to benefit from the things that you're doing. Uh, and that goes on to my next, uh, my next aspect. I was too short-sighted. So I didn't have enough long view. And then I didn't have any view at all. I was like focused on how I felt now. Oh, uh, you know, I deserve this pair of shoes. I deserve this. I deserve that. And ultimately, I was fucking myself because I, I just didn't, I wasn't patient enough to wait and reap the benefits of, you know, um, and just reap the benefits overall. So uh, if I would have done that, things would have been a lot different. And uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, even if I would have found, fell on hard times, I wouldn't have found myself in shitty situations. And I've, I've been in a lot of them. Uh, there's been times where it's like, you know, I'm waiting on this paycheck. There's no money in my bank account. It, it's And then you're, you're, you're uh, going to the the uh, plasma centers and stuff like that. It's painful to get stuck with that 18, that needle. You know what I mean? It's just, you, you find yourself doing stupid shit. That's where people, you know, you're prostituting yourself. You're doing whatever, you know, because you have no power. If you don't have any money, you don't have any power. Um... And uh, the fourth one, I, I was misusing my tax returns. So people who have children, they're in a really good position to set themselves up for the year. If you're renting, you know, uh, one thing I've noticed for the year, based upon however much it is, if it's 700, I live in Champaign, so the, uh, the you know, $700, I live in an $800 apartment, it's not all that great, but you can find some decent apartments for like eight, 900 bucks. Um, obviously that's closer to a thousand, so it's not, it'll be like 12,000 for the year or whatever, but you can pay off months of rent and set yourself up. You know, uh, rent is the biggest bill that you're going to have. And um, if your car payment is more than your rent, unless you're a millionaire, you're an idiot. But really, actually, if you're a millionaire, just pay the fucking car off or, or lease it, whatever. So, um, yeah, I just I wouldn't set myself up. I was too busy trying to. And this is the problem with poor people is the mindset. One thing you realize in life is it's perception. So when we talk about depression, stuff like that, yes, you can have hormone issues that can cause depression. Yes, you can have a predisposition to depression. Yes, you can have concussions or other injuries that can throw off shit in your head and have depression. But most of it is, and you can look into the 23 types of depression, most of it is circumstantial. It's, the, it's your outlook. You know, if you're existential, if you think life has no meaning, then okay, well, you're gonna view the world this way and it's gonna have a negative impact on you. Facts. Those are facts. I have a master's degree in the science of psychology. I, I know what, what research to look into. Uh, I don't. I don't think I have every single answer to every question of mental health, but I can definitely, from what I see, and what I run into in my line of work, I see uh, people 
who are have shitty circumstances. So, um, basically, oh, fuck, where was I going with that? I was going, to, oh, I was just too short-sighted. So, um, I would get a tax return. My first tax return ever was $7,000. And I remember uh, how excited I was to have that. I jumped and I ran. And the first thing I did was go buy the new Xbox. Okay, cool. You have $7,000. Treat yourself, whatever. But I remember we went to Walmart and we spent $700 the first day. Okay, well, that's not that bad. You know, I don't know if I just messed that up if I said $700 Xbox, but uh, I spent $700 the first day. And that that's not horrible. You know, you still have money left. I should have bought a cheap car. I should have paid off my fine so I could have my, my license and been driving. I didn't, though. I was being an idiot. We, we don't we get power and we don't realize how to use it. I should have been like, okay, this feels good. This is a feeling I want. We all want that, that feeling of money. We all want to have money so we can essentially just be okay. Uh, I was making decent money at the time. I think I was getting like a little bit over $500 every week. So I'm getting $1,000 every two weeks, you know, $2,000 a month. It's not great, but it's at the time it was it it was decent, you know. Uh, I was able to take care of my ex and, and our child on that, um, but I wasn't setting myself up. I wasn't looking at how to how to put my money in certain places so I can make it grow for me. I stocks and investing and stuff like that. I was just focused on living a life that seven thousand dollars would not allow me to have. And so then I would say, okay, well we spent this much money. We got three four grand left. Let's just like chill. And then next thing you know, we, we don't change our behavior. And then all the fucking money is gone. That's fifth thing. When you have money, it's okay to take care of people. Have a plan though. You can't just go to the club and spend it on girls. Fuck it off. There, there, when you make money and you can spend some of it, you need to get that feeling off. You know, we have the money there so that we can enjoy it. So that we can live and that's fine. But at the same time, you want to make sure that you are in a position that isn't going to fail you. So with everything said, um, my, my money, like now, I'm just in a completely different situation than I was at that time. I'm saying it like I'm super old and I'm not. I just had a lot happen to me in a short amount of time in like a fucking 10 year period. So, you know, I, I remember being hella young and just never having money and then just kind of realizing why we couldn't afford a lot of things. I remember being homeless. I remember uh, getting kicked out of my grandmother's, my aunt's house because of, you know, shit that had happened. I remember basically being homeless multiple times, having to ask people if I can live with them. I just remember how shitty it was when I did live with my aunt. I remember how much she struggled and shit like that because her husband was addiction, got addicted to drugs and then went to prison and put them they were living pretty good you know they were at least living decently they they were able to to do what they wanted to do and travel and whatnot but you know he had to fuck everything up um and it doesn't have to be that way if we use today you don't have to have any money today but if you if you use today to become now to have knowledge see i'm like stumbling over my words because i'm so excited but if you use this time to be knowledgeable you can make your next move your best move, which is my fifth and final thing of this podcast. Uh, final little piece of advice is starting. So with all the knowledge I had, with all this insight, with all the ability, even even when I was 18, I had the most fucking um, powerful device that is more powerful than the first spaceship that sent Neil Armstrong to the moon or whoever the fuck the first guy. I think it was him. I think it was the first guy, but... Um, 
we have more computing power in our hands, in our pockets. I'm sorry, I'm just really excited. So we're everywhere. Um, it's my daughter's birthday. Oh, it's not her birthday, but we're gonna celebrate today. So I'm excited about that. Uh, and then I'm just talking finances and everything I've been learning about. I'm just really amped up about. And I want to say everything at once, but um, yeah. Starting somewhere, it's important that you put that information in, even if you only have $20 in your next check. If you, especially now, all you have to do is download an app and connect your bank or, you know, just put your debit card information in. I bought something called Fake Token. I have 18 billion shares. And uh, actually, more than that now, because I got three. They burn tokens. It's a deflationary coin. Um, and they burn tokens and give you more. When people sell, move, whatever the fuck, you get more. So in buying 18 billion, in between, in the last 12 hours, I mean, I have was rewarded three over three million tokens so if these become a cent what is one cent of three or, or you know point point one percent of uh i'm pulling out my fucking thing now um let's see 18 i can't even go to 18 billion because it only take me to like so what is that 180 million but even like point one of that uh divided by point one that didn't make any sense hold on times 0.1 that's 18 that's 18 million and i probably did that wrong i think it's actually 0.01 okay so i did that wrong let's let's do this live again 180 million times 0.001 180,000 okay that makes sense but like even if it hits a cent it's $180,000 that only put $50 on that so if you put 20 on it you, you'll still make thousands of dollars if it hits a cent. Like there's there's certain things that you can do getting started. And now that I'm hearing uh, advice, financial advice and investing advice and shit like that, I'm doing what I call the yes man theory. So if I can afford to do it and it's realistic, again, $20 is not gonna kill me. I would rather not spend $20. That, but at the same time, I'm almost the, I almost made back like my 50 bucks. Like it's, it's rising. Like so in, in a week, I'll make back in profit 50 bucks. I can sell $50 worth and then just keep that 50 in there and let it grow. That's just the same thing I did with Dogecoin, like I said earlier. Anyway, I didn't mean to make this necessarily about investment. I'm really excited about that too. But um, starting, that was my biggest mistake is never starting to do anything, never changing any patterns of behavior. The reason habits are so hard to change is because they literally create a groove on your brain. And uh, in creating a groove on your brain, they it, it's it's etched into your brain so these these habits are really difficult so i'm like folks so many things at once I'm, i promise i don't have adhd or add but um yeah i distracted myself and then missed the point anyway and not starting on uh sorry i'm like fucking everywhere on this podcast my bad i definitely like hey i don't have add everybody's like oh, yeah sure but um, in not starting, I, I just really fucked myself in a lot of in a lot a lot of financial situations. There was one time where I started serving. I was making like six seven hundred dollars a week. We had just opened a steakhouse, so it was popular. It was always packed. I worked four days a week and made like six seven hundred bucks. I was paying the rent on my own. I remember how good that felt uh, because I had lost that job. And the job that paid me really well at the time I was making eighteen bucks an hour. And this is when people were making like eight to ten bucks an hour. So this was. I was making a lot more than other people. And, um, you know, I lost that. I got wrongfully terminated. So I was getting, 
uh, $700 every two weeks. So every other week I would have about 11, 1200 bucks, maybe even 13, 14, depending on how much I was working and serving. Plus that extra 700 bucks. So I would make, if I made 700 bucks that week, I made $1,400 that week. And I was just blowing it. I should have saved it or at least traveled. Like if I would have went to Florida, if I would have been flying and doing cool shit, there was no fucking natural disasters or no phenomena. I know there was like Hurricane Katrina and shit. Well, that was 2000 and like, I was, that was, I was young then, but, um, at the time, I could have just used, utilized that money differently, and I didn't. So starting to do something is the beginning of habits, is the beginning of perception changing. I'm burping again. This is like the most unprofessional podcast, my bad. Uh, but anyway, that those are the five things when it comes to money that I learned. And I'm pretty young, and I'm not trying to say that because I'm trying to hold on to youth or some weird fucking thing. That I have, but I'm just saying that at, at my age, I'm really happy that I'm catching on to this because there's 18 year olds, there's fucking 17, there's 15 year olds that are making a shit fucking ton of money, uh, and there's so much money out there. There's no reason anybody should be broke. So when you start to get information, I'm not saying that, and we get really excited and try to put our whole checks on shit or try to gamble. That's not what I'm telling people to do. I'm not a financial expert or anything like that. But when you're making just a little bit of money, instead of buying that pair of shoes, man. Focus on what you have. Like, yeah, I, I want a new pair of shoes too. I want to look fly all the time. I want that new outfit. I want this and that. But at the time, you, you see a lot of really overpriced shit when you have the sneaker guy in the neighborhood, when you have the, the girl that sells clothes. My old babysitter fucking sells all sorts of really cool shit. And even if it is knockoff, it looks good. It feels good. It looks legit. I mean, technically, all of it's fucking knockoff. Some fucking kid in Indonesia is making it anyway. So, like, what's the fucking difference anyway? Um, and when I have a lot of money, I don't mind buying brands. I don't mind spending money if I have it to spend, like real money to spend. But at the same time, we need to just utilize our finances wisely. So have longer view. Realize your short-term mistakes in, in perception. Uh, realize how you're getting in your own way, where, where, where your financial habits are. And I'm not even saying this to hold myself over anybody else. Like some of the stocks that I don't, I don't have that much in the, in the crypto market right now because I don't, I make money, but I'm not, I still have bills and other things going on. And I still find time to put a hundred here, hundred there, especially on smaller cryptos that are about to take off, dude, you can fuck around and make a shit ton of money. And, uh, but at the time, at the same time, people are gambling. So just look at all this information, look at real estate, look at this, look at that, look at school. Even when you go to school, you can get a, a small student loan that, to help you. There's so many options out there. You're fucking crazy if you get into your 40s and you're still broke. Unless you're building from 30, unless you have something you believe in and put money in, investing in, and crafting and shaping, that's different. But if you're still working at Casey's at 30, dude, fucking stop. 